From the University of Nebraska-Lincoln Extension Farm and Ranch Management Team, this is Nebraska FarmCast. I'm Ryan Evans. Applications for the annual Forage Insurance Program are due by July 15th. With forecasts calling for a dry period that could stretch into late fall, both crop and livestock producers who are considering the benefits of annual forage may look to the program as a means of managing the precipitation risk that comes with planting. Jay Parsons, a professor and farm and ranch management specialist in the University of Nebraska-Lincoln's Department of Agricultural Economics, joins me now for more. Jay, thanks for talking with me. Thanks for having me on, Ryan. Yeah, so first off, what are the benefits of planting forage for both crop and livestock producers? Okay, well, um, obviously forage is a feed for the livestock producers. So, um, you know, for them, they're, they're looking at alternative feed resources. And as you mentioned, we're expecting some dry weather here uh, throughout the remainder of the calendar year, at least, um, by all forecasts that I've seen anyway. And so then... Uh, so livestock producers are always looking for good, nutritious uh, forage. When the pastures dry up, uh, they're either looking for hay or they're looking for standing forage in the field. So so for them, it's a feed resource. For the crop producers, uh, we've seen a lot of interest uh, among crop producers in using cover crops uh, to keep the fallow ground from being bare and subject to wind or, or water erosion and just to increase their soil profile and, and help build healthy soils. So we get quite a bit of cover crop uh, plantings in the eastern Nebraska in particular where we have more moisture, uh, but it's growing uh, quite a bit throughout the state in terms of people just looking at uh, alternative crops that they can use to to help uh, build their soil profile. Great, and uh, we mentioned the deadline for applying for crop insurance under the annual forage insurance program is coming right up July 15th, so who is eligible for that? Um, so the uh, the person who's paying the expenses to uh, grow the crop is the one that would be able to insure it, and it needs to be grown for the intended purposes of livestock forage. It doesn't, obviously, if it's a total crop failure, you don't get a stand, there's nothing there. Uh, livestock would, would not be able to utilize it, but you need to plan it with, with that intention that you're going to utilize it for, uh, for livestock feed, either grazed or harvested in, in some capacity. So can you walk through what the program covers and uh, what it's based on? Yeah, the program is, is uh, what we call an index uh, insurance type of program, which means, uh, and it's tied to rainfall, but it's not tied to the actual rainfall you have on your property or the actual production you get. The idea is, is that uh, weather data, uh, which is collected in grids that are, are roughly, well, they're Technically, they're 0.25 degrees longitude by 0.25 degrees latitude. Uh, in Nebraska, that's generally about 12 miles wide and 16 miles tall, wide being east to west, tall being north to south. Um, and so within that grid, there's uh, throughout the country and certainly throughout Nebraska, there's a number of grids. Uh, NOAA, the, the weather uh, folks, collect data on precipitation. And that precipitation goes back to 1948. And so they pretty much take the average of that and call that normal. And a producer could insure up to 90% of that normal expected precipitation over, over a series of two-month intervals. Um, so what would happen then is, is uh, with the uh, uh, low precipitation, if they did have been that, then, then the producer would get an indemnity payment based off of how much below normal that precipitation turned out to be. 
Great. And the coverage is available for four different growing seasons that uh, each start in the middle of July, October, January, and April. And uh, we should stress that the deadline for all of these seasons is the same. So apply by July 15th. Uh, but our, you mentioned that coverage can be selected for up to 90%. Uh, are there any other choices that producers are facing when they enroll in this program? Yeah, there's uh, and there's been some changes to it since it, it's been out for, well, about eight years now. Um, and initially, there was just two growing seasons, and you signed up for each of those individually. Um, and then they... Uh, Three or four years ago, they changed it to where they have this July universe. You can insure the entire calendar year now in four different growing seasons, as you mentioned, but the sign up for all of them is by July 15th. And mechanics are essentially by that July 15th deadline, you need to say that I want to insure uh, some annual forages in this growing period. And, and uh, you know, if you go online or talk to your insurance agent, you can see the different planting dates that go in each of those periods. And you need to make a selection for the percentage of the rainfall you want to insure. And you can insure anywhere from 90% of normal down to 70% of normal. And obviously, the lower you go, the cheaper the insurance is, but the less likely it is to pay. And then you also put a dollar value uh, per acre on it. And it's it's triggered, uh, you know, depending on the region, there'll, there'll be county dollar uh, values for the annual forage uh, value. And you can insure anywhere up to 150 percent of that uh, county value down to 60 percent so there's some ranges that you can put in terms of dollar value um, and then so basically you select the month you want to insure the amount of rainfall percentage that you want to insure and the dollar value per acre by that july 15th deadline and then each of those different uh, growing seasons has their own reporting deadline in which you actually report the acres that would then go underneath that coverage Okay, and do you have an idea of how much the program is being utilized in Nebraska right now? Yeah, actually, it, you know, it's been pretty sporadic. It, it was really low to begin with. Um, back when this first started being available in 2014, I think we only had 1,000 acres insured. Um, and then there was a little bit more interest in it for a few years. Then we had several years where really, you know, it didn't pay a lot because we had pretty good moisture. And then, uh, and then recently we've seen it bump up quite a bit. So, I calculated a long-term average of, you know, about 4,400 acres a year that get insured in Nebraska. Uh, but, for example, already in 2000, for the 2021 crop year, which basically ran from the middle of last year to the middle of this year, there was 8,800 acres put in it. And uh, we, are, we still have one more uh, reporting period where we could have a few more acres show up in it. So it's not a lot in Nebraska. But you think about it, and there's a lot of crop producers that are uh, used to insuring corn and soybeans, uh, but maybe not so much the forage. And then livestock producers, for a lot of those folks, uh, you know, they don't really think in terms of insurance. Mm -hmm. So it hasn't been utilized a lot, but it certainly picked up a lot in the last couple of years in terms of interest. Okay. And uh, I know a recent change in the program that you've written about is notable for winter wheat growers out there as well, right? Yeah, just a couple of years ago, they put in a because uh, we got a lot of winter wheat growing in Western Nebraska, so it is is something to consider. But they added uh, the ability to actually insure essentially a double crop type, double they call it dual use, I should say, uh, for a crop. So, for example, some people would plant winter wheat, say in September, and want to actually graze it uh, maybe in the fall or the spring for a period. 
um, and then still harvested as grain. So they put a stipulation into this annual forage insurance program where you can insure 40% of its normal forage value. And when I say normal, that'd be if you were just planting it to graze it, for example, to, to harvest it as a forage. But you can insure up to 40% of that value under the annual forage insurance program and still insure your grain crop under your regular crop insurance program. So that's a nice little feature that they added. Um, and to be completely honest, a lot of this program is being driven by things going on in, in uh, Oklahoma and northern Texas. A lot of those producers are driving the, some of these changes to this annual forage insurance program because they're using it quite a bit as we go south of Nebraska. Okay, great. And if somebody is interested in enrolling in this, just talk to their crop insurance agent, right? Yeah, regular crop insurance agent where you'd buy your corn crop insurance or, or your um, soybean insurance or whatever. Uh, they, they should be able to help you out with this policy. There is also uh, a lot of tools available on the RMA website, rma.usda.gov. They have some uh decision support tools on there where you can look up your grid and see what, uh, you know, what a sample policy would have looked like last year if you'd have taken it out on your grid, for example, and get kind of a feel for how it works. But but definitely talk to your insurance agent if you're interested in it and get a hold of them pretty soon because that deadline's coming up on July 15th, uh, which you have to get the policy established. Of course, whether you actually plant the acres is up to you uh, in the end because um, you don't have to uh, plant and, and report acres on it, but you certainly need to get the policies in place by July 15th. Great. And uh, Jay does have a new article on this subject up on our farm and ranch management website, farm.unl.edu. You can check that out. And Jay, I thank you for your time this morning. Thank you, Ryan. This has been Nebraska Farmcast a production of the Extension Farm and Ranch Management Team in the Department of Agricultural Economics at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. For decision-making tools, articles, podcasts, videos, and more, visit us online at farm.unl.edu.